Welcome to Babel, Translating the Middle East, a podcast from the Middle East program at CSIS. Half a millennium ago, ships laden with precious stones sailed from Arabian ports to the shores of China. India's Mughal empires imported Persian turquoise but the winds of trade have changed. Now, gemstones, both real and fake, flow from East Asia to the Gulf. The region's religious jewelry market may be booming, but worldly profits are not the only thing at stake. When Allah created humans, he facilitated for us the best of necessities, including what grows from the earth and what is taken from the seas. This documentary allows us to reach Allah and ponder upon one of his greatest creations, stones. The Prophet Muhammad is said to have worn a stone ring, giving gems a special place in Islamic tradition. Today, the practice is most common among some Shiite men who believe certain stones bring blessings such as protection, pardon, or romantic success. One narration by Imam Ridha, peace and blessings be upon him, he quotes the Messenger of Allah where he says, Wear rings that have aqiq, for you will never experience distress or sadness as long as you wear it. Rings have also become a symbol of status. They are worn on former Iraqi Prime Minister Noria Maliki's business suits. Iranian paramilitary commander Qasem Soleimani was known to have a fondness for rings. In fact, his identity was confirmed in January by a large red carnelian stone. In Iraq's holy Shiite cities, religious jewelry is more popular than ever. In 2016 alone, Iraqis imported more than $3 billion worth of jewelry. That's nearly 10% of what Iraqis spent on imports that year. In Najaf, merchants have found a niche, hawking turquoise and quartz to pilgrims from across the region. Every day, Thousands of pilgrims, mainly from Iran, come to visit the shrine of Imam Ali, one of the main holy sites of Shiite Islam. And buying a ring has become something of a ritual, although on religious gatherings, some rings can cost several thousands of dollars. A globalized marketplace has threatened traditional gem miners and cutters with cheap and sometimes fake imports. Jewelry from China, Thailand, and India has recently flooded Middle Eastern markets. This piqued concerns that mislabeled or even synthetic gems are passing for pricey local specimens. The gems from Turkey are noticeably cheaper, and they draw customers looking to pay the lowest possible price. This creates strong competition for Iraqis in the market. Our gems cost about $35 to $40, but the ones from Thailand only go for about $10. In some markets, merchants are accused of selling painted glass from China, undercutting the price of gemstones. In Yemen, Jewelers complain that profiteers are importing cheap stones from overseas and re-exporting them as coveted Yemeni agates. For pious jewelry wearers who fall prey to bad luck or ill health, the provenance of their gems may be cause for concern. As demand grows, even thoroughly honest jewelers will have to be careful.
Thanks for listening to Babbel. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. 